0: Welcome to the Executive Minds Podcast, turning good intentions into reality in your career, business, and life. Here's your host, Kevin
1: Jennings. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Executive Minds Podcast. Kevin here reporting from quarantine here with my good friends, uh, both Jeff Henderson and Shane Benson. How are you doing, gentlemen?
0: A lot more than six feet away, let me assure you. So we're all doing this. I mean, we're, we're kind of learning how to do this, right? It's like really cool. We've got Zoom technology. We're hundreds of miles away from each other in our quarantine spaces, learning how to do leadership a little bit differently now. So this is really cool.
2: Yeah, it is. Here's how this works. For the first, so for those of you listening, for the first hour and a half, uh, it's instructional time for Jeff to actually be able to do this. So we've been together for about an hour and a half. So... But uh, we are definitely keeping our distance from one another, which yeah. is hard to do, guys.
0: It is hard. It's great to see you guys, though. I mean, I can see you on the screen, which is great. And you you look alive and healthy and you're not sweating and it doesn't look like you have fevers. So that's really, really good. Real positive.
1: Indeed. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to this time. Uh, so we couldn't be together in person, but we made it. We found a way to make it work. So that's exciting. And, and truthfully, I think, you know, all jokes aside, you know, our hearts, are, you know, are heavy. Like everybody else's, our, our minds are occupied. And I think uh, this is actually a great reprieve for us because when this when this is done, we kind of go back out into battle uh, to to deal with the realities of what this means in our community, uh, in our homes, in our families, with our teams. Um, and what do you mean by what is this? Well, if you're not listening to this in real time, somewhere uh, in this season right now, COVID-19, aka the coronavirus, um, and I feel bad for the brand corona, which it was me and Def can probably talk about offline about how sad I am for any marketer for the organization, you know, we are in the middle of something we've never seen before. And probably since polio, which I was not around to hang out and see how that all went down when my grandmother dealt with that. Um, and, And so we really have an opportunity here to talk about how we lead, not just through crisis, but as Shane really challenged us privately, how do we lead with care? And I think that is just an incredible concept to reposition So much of it, because right now we talk all the time on this podcast, uncertainty is the number one factor you can count on in your journey. And I think right now, for those who may have been used to something that worked, some process, some system, some model that worked, you have been reintroduced organization-wide, worldwide to the reality that we do not control or know the future. We can influence it. But we don't control it. And so Shane, I really just love you kind of share what you've been thinking about and how, you've been kind of, how you came to this point where thought hey, I got to think about how I'm going to lead with care, not just quote unquote lead through a crisis.
0: Well, I think we all have our lessons that we've been learning this last couple of weeks. You know, when I started just spending some time thinking about it, I started thinking about the folks that I'm fortunate enough to lead. And I know that you're fortunate enough to lead. And many of us have the privilege of leadership but I just started thinking about, I wonder what's going on in their house right now. And here I've got a leader who is, uh, I've got some leaders that are literally on Zoom calls or Blue Jeans calls in closets because they got four kids trying to do online school, run it around, throwing things at each other. You got to think about dinner differently because you can't just go to your local spot and pick it up anymore. Everything's shut down. And so you're trying to juggle kids and house and home and everything as well as stay engaged at In business, and the business is not doing great. I mean, everybody's business, with that, the exception of maybe if you're in the toilet paper business right now, it's not doing too well, right? And so you're struggling, you're trying to make things happen, and uh, you're worried. Uh, You think about the stress that comes with this, the uncertainty of. Not knowing whether or not you're going to have a job when this is all over. Not knowing t- whether or not maybe your spouse or significant other is going to have employment. Not knowing when school's going to go back in session. We just heard literally today that Georgia is not going back for literally the entire month of April. So it's like you weigh all that uncertainty and you put all that in. And this is a time as leaders that I think uh, it dawned on me, I've just got to lead with care. In the midst of all this, this is what people need most. And I'll tell you what really hit me uh, literally a couple mornings ago was, man, I I realize I need to lead with care right now, but I actually need to leverage this time right now to figure out how to do this better because it's the way I need to lead even into the future. Um, And I have an opportunity to get really much better at it right now so that it prepares me to be a better leader in the future. And, And I do think this is a really cool time for all of us to hit the pause and think about the roles that we play, um, how we're doing at it, evaluating that, and then coming up with some better ways uh, to be the best that we can be and the roles that we play each and every day. So it's really been an interesting journey. And I know for many of us, it ha- it, we're in the middle of it and we're learning each and every day how to get better at this. And so really the spirit of this conversation is how do you lead with care? And I want to break down three principles to that. And then Jeff and I and Kevin would love you to weigh in as well, because you're learning a lot about this as well. But there's really three big ideas in leading with care. And the first one is to stay healthy. The second one is to stay connected. And the third is to stay focused. And so when we talk about staying healthy in the context of leading with care, I think you got to start with yourself. And you've probably heard this example of, you know, always put the oxygen mask on yourself first. If a plane's going down, you put that oxygen mask on yourself first before you start to concern yourself with other people. And there's a principle in that. And that is, you have to be focused on taking care of yourself. So as you think about the season you're in, one of the things that I'm learning is different rhythms in my life. Um, you know, you think about the rhythms of physical, mental, spiritual, emotional. Um, what do those routines look like currently for you? Um, I know in my world, I have found myself on conference calls from 730 in the morning um, until late at night. And a couple of days ago, I realized I don't have any rhythms. I, I mean, physically, I don't have time to work out. And so I've got to think about how to leverage new technologies Um, And how to do work, but I've also got to maintain these rhythms in life. And I think those are really, really important. So think about the physical routine or the rhythms that you have. When are you working out in this season? What does that look like? How are you still reading? Are you still engaging in podcasts? Are you still listening to content that makes you be a better person or helps you be a better person? Spiritually, what are your rhythms? I mean, Jeff, you could probably talk about this. It is a completely different rhythm right now. If you were used to going church on Sunday mornings, what are you doing right now? Like, speak to that. Like, what, what's the rhythm? How's that changed for you as a leader? And honestly, Gwinnett
2: Church right now? We, we've shifted everything, obviously, online. And we're still, you know, providing content at normal times, 9.15 and 11.15, but then also on demand. And then trying to stay more connected in terms of a dialogue, not just a monologue. You know, you can put your content online and it's just you talking and it's, you know, just a few of us on a screen talking, which is fine. But I don't think that's, I think you've got to break through that. And although we can't get within six feet of one another, we can still stay connected and that's why it's so good to you know see your faces and 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 to still have this connection still not the same about like being in person but one of the things we've tried to do is have moments where we can chat and interact with one another so we've been doing these facebook live events out of worship out of prayer but it's not just me talking and a few people singing it's we want you to put a prayer request in and we're going to pray for you. So as you see these stream down, we want you to latch onto one of them and pray so that you are praying for one another. You're staying connected to one another. And so that we're, I really do believe that we can get through this stronger as a church. And somebody asked me the other day, do you think things will ever be the same again? And my response is, I hope not in the sense that, I hope we're better and we don't forget the lessons that we're learning and we just move on like nothing happened. I don't think that's going to happen. But I think those things, those small moments in life that we may have taken for granted, I don't think we're ever going to take for granted again. Now, to your point, Lane, uh, Shane, in terms of um, rhythms, I just saw this, that Dr. Anthony Fossey, I think that's how you pronounce his name.
0: The famous Dr. Fossey. Yeah. yeah,
2: He's working 19 hours a day, but he runs three and a half miles every day. Great rhythm, And you could say hey, hold on now, why are you quote unquote wasting time running three and a half miles when this whole crisis is, you know, building, but no, he's got to do that. That's the oxygen mask and he's not wasting time at all. He's investing time because once that run is over, more ideas, better way to approach this mentally and physically is going to come his way because he's staying consistent with his physical disciplines.
0: Well, and again, it's just kind of building on that, you know. Think about those rhythms in your life across those different facets of your life, from physical to mental to spiritual, emotional, and how can you leverage this time that we're in to work on some of those rhythms so that when you come out on the back side of this, you've actually built some disciplines in your life that will enhance your ability to lead moving forward. And so it's a great time to be able to do that and want to encourage you to stay healthy, work on those rhythms. So let's jump to the next one. Let's just talk about stay connected. And here was the, for me, the the big idea that's hit me a little bit. I mean, the, the word of the year is probably going to be social or the two words of the year, probably going to be social distancing. I've I've heard that word more than anything outside of coronavirus, COVID-19, it's social distancing. Um, I'm trying to uh, not only work on this personally, but encourage my team to minimize the emotional distance of social distancing. Minimize the emotional distance of social distancing. When you think about the impact that this can have, if you're not intentional, you will start to be disconnected and distanced. And although social distancing is the most appropriate thing to do for COVID 19, it may not be the most appropriate thing to do for your emotional connection with people. So you've got to be super intentional. Jeff, you talked about that, you know, leveraging uh, technology to engage your church community through Facebook live or through events where you can do that. And so we're trying to practice this experience of trying to minimize this emotional distance while we practice social distance. And This is a perfect time to leverage things like handwritten notes, texts, calls, technology like FaceTime and Skype and Zoom. I've heard a lot of families most recently because they were used to having their family meal on a Sunday. They're setting up uh, an iPad at the end of the table and from wherever they're at, they're calling all their cousins and they Zoom call or Skype in and they're actually having their family meal together. I love that because you're you're creating this dynamic where this emotional connection is so important, especially in a time like this. And again, as I think about this, I just think about wow, how much different is this going to be when this is all over? And if there's some things that I can work on to practice this uh, uh, this mentality of really creating better and stronger emotional connections with people, especially in the season that we're in. Man, when you come out of that as a leader, I think there's some really great things that you'll be able to take away from that. So, any thoughts, Jeff, on just this idea, or Kevin, on this thought of staying connected?
1: You know, one of the things I think about when I when I hear you say that uh, has so much to do with me challenging myself to stay connected to my family more than my team, right? Because the the team has this big, gigantic problem to solve together that's probably gnawing at everyone, and in the feeling of what kind of my family, I can convince myself, throwing myself into work more is how I keep them safe, protecting the business to keep the income to take care of my family. And my wife and I end up conversing so much so quickly about how to take care of our child while homeschooling that I'm not saying, okay, how do I connect to her beyond the task at hand and make sure that people who do matter, who may be in the church with me don't feel like they're being forgotten on a, an emotional level, and not just on you know the tactical projects that might be in front of us. So I, I mean, I just can't agree with that anymore, but I just think you know just pushing myself to say, are there natural blind spots where I am more likely to become disconnected in this season?
2: I totally agree with that, because and, and that's true even before this, but even more so, making sure that we're we're staying connected to those that are closest to us. And, you know, as John Maxwell says, we want to, for the people that are the closest to us, we want them to respect us the most. And so I think that's, that's really important. I've, it's been interesting for me as an introvert, I'm craving more time with people. And so, and I've experienced a lot of introverts saying that. So I, I think that's, I think that's good. But I think one of the best things that we can do in terms of staying connected is to stay connected with how are we. How are we being more becoming more aware of our emotions and how, how just asking your even instead of just being swayed by your emotions, really being mentally aware and cognizant of oh oh this is fear, oh this is worry of oh, this is this is stress, why am I stressed why am i and there's some good answers to that, but just processing that and being emotionally aware and staying really connected to how you are feeling. I I think a word that is consistent with everything that we're going through right now is trauma. And we can have a tendency to think trauma is something that somebody else is really that's not I'm not facing trauma you are facing trauma there this and the other thing is we're all rookies at this. And unless you're 103 or 102 you don't have experience with a pandemic. So we need to give ourselves some grace and we need to stay connected to your point Shane. We need to stay connected to people, but we need to to stay connected to our emotions and ask ourselves, how am I doing today? And it really is. And sometimes it's, how am I doing this hour?
0: Actually, uh, uh, David Farmer and I were having a conversation and you could ask the question, how are you doing? But when you ask the question, how are you doing today? That's a it's a different answer. And I think a way to stay connected emotionally with people is to ask just that question. So I might encourage you, you know, for those that are around you, uh, your family, ask them that question, How are you doing today? And just to get a sense of where they are emotionally, because all of us come out in this different ways. I mean, it's so funny. You were saying, you know, as an introvert, you're longing for people. Imagine what us extroverts are dealing with. (laughs) It's like, I just want the movie theater to open back up, you know? And it's like, it's really challenging. And so I think it's important to be intentional about asking people, how are you doing today? Uh, in this moment, as you said, Jeff. So great, great examples. And again, kind of this idea of leading with care starts with staying healthy, it's staying connected. And then third, it's staying focused. And so what do I mean by that? Well, I will tell you, working at Chick-fil-A right now, three weeks ago, I would tell you that we had about probably 10 key priorities that we were working on in the business. Uh, 10 specific things that we were going after to continue to grow the business, to support the business, and and to deliver on what we're called as leaders to do. Guess how many priorities we got this week? One. It's like keep people safe, right? and keep restaurants open. I know that sounds like two things, but as we think about it, it's really one thing. It's our restaurants and the supportive of operators that lead those restaurants and those team members. But everybody has got a singular focus right now. And I'll be honest with you, it's actually pretty refreshing. I mean, cause you come into work, you get on a phone call and it's like, what are we doing? Oh, we're keeping people safe, keeping restaurants open. That's what we're doing. And everybody's focused. So I think there's some power um, and there's some lessons that we can learn around staying focused and the importance of that. And I do think this is a time to refocus what your goals are. Refocus on how you're attacking those goals. There, this may be also a time to trim the fat and let go of some goals that aren't as relevant based on where you are currently. I mean, I think we all have to reassess. Matter of fact, in kind of some business modeling that we do, we said, hey, we need to be planning for the next 90 days, but we need to be thinking about the next 30. Like, what are we going to do in the next 30 days? Um, With the intention of some things and some goals over the next 90, but specifically over the next 30. So if you think about your personal plan, based on the circumstances uh, that you're dealing with right now, Are there some things that you could stop doing or let go of doing or reevaluate doing? And how is that going to impact not only your 90-day plan, but the plan for the rest of the year? And I think it's really important if you want to lead with care, you've got to stay focused on the critical few things that your team is going to need and that you're going to need over the next 30, 60, and 90 days.
1: Yeah, honestly, I've just been trying to you know, people hear my voice right now is the fact that I'm still so much in this. Uh, and 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 so I'm transparent. I'm listening to Shane, learning from Shane, taking my own notes, thinking about my own things, because so much of what's happening is changing so fast. Um, as I was sharing with 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 both of you before we started recording, I have clients that are predominantly driving revenue through events. And they know there is no way to recover Q2. They already know it's, and, you know, and, and it hasn't started yet, right? And I, and I think they, they know April 1st at this moment is not here yet. And we know we have three months where we have no idea short of us creating something that does not exist today to produce revenue, to take care of our people and survive what we were on pace to do very well. And so to me, I think that's just was so big. And I just appreciate someone saying, hey, it's okay to stop thinking long-term. Like you have permission. You know, so many people, people who listen to this podcast have a great deal of respect for the fact that this group of people thinks ahead. Life plans are written. You know, annual planning for the next year happens in September and October for the year before. You know, plan vacations a year out. In this moment, you have to let that go and be okay. Saying, I, it's, it's all right. That that I, we can come back to that frame of mind another time." So, I just thank you for the permission slip, really, for all of us listening to say, "It's all right. Like that's okay. Put it down and come back later."
2: And and what is required in this moment is flexibility. And some of us are more wired for flexibility than others. If you've, you know, if it's black and white, and here's how it's going to be two weeks from now, this is going to be a tough season. And imagine our world in two weeks, typically the biggest Sunday of the year, or one of the two biggest Sundays of the year, it's Easter Sunday. So, you know, we came into this year thinking, you know, we're going to have six services and four Good Friday services. And now it's down to one. If you were to have told me we're down, you're going to, you're only going to do one Easter service, if you will. Wow. I would have thought you're crazy. It would be kind of like, hey, we're not going to open up the dining rooms at Chick fil A for, you know, a few weeks. What do you, that, that makes no sense. But at the same time, we're going to, we made the decision yesterday or this week. We're all going to go to one Easter experience at 10 a.m. And we're going to put all our chips in that 10 a.m. online experience. And I think it might be our biggest Easter ever in terms of impact. Oh, wow. But, yeah. and obviously there's on demand, which is, well, we'll that well, we'll was we a
0: great example of you focused your focusing, right? It's like we're, we're going to have to change the way that we go about doing this. But in, you could have gone through every campus is going to have their own online experience and you even focused it even more. You said, you know what, we're going to have one online experience at 10 o'clock in the morning on Easter Sunday. What a great example. And, and I don't want to miss this because I think in this this principle of staying focused, I think especially now and then moving forward, it is a wonderful reminder to be focused on others focused on others. I think if you're not careful, you think about, okay, what am I going to do in the next 30 days? How's that going to impact my 90 days? How's that going to impact the next 12 months? But you miss the opportunity to be focused on others. And it's amazing how motivated we can get when we're not focused on ourselves. And I was reminded, this is just one small example, but our family's talking about, okay, what are we going to do for dinner? And we came up with the idea that let's pick a a small business right now that's not doing well. It's order takeout from them. Love it. And I don't think our family's been more motivated about a meal (laughs) than (laughs) than, let's just go. Can't wait to buy, you know, $100 worth of barbecue plates, you know, from a a place that's really special to us. I'm like, that is a great example of helping others. And so I would encourage you in this season, especially if you're leading or you're around uh, your team, um or your family, the power of a handwritten note, the power of a phone call, a text, just say i'm thinking about you, i'm praying for you. I know it's got to be difficult. Focusing on others will motivate you to do the other things in your life that you need to do to continue to be successful. So don't miss that opportunity, especially in the season, especially moving forward to maintain that focus on other people
2: for sure. That reminds me of one of my favorite principles from Andy Stanley, do for one what you wish you could do for everyone. And I love that, Shane. One of the things I've been trying to do on my Instagram account is just feature some local businesses and say, "Hey, go buy barbecue from them today. Go buy a smoothie from them." And it's been so fun for me to get text at the end of the day saying, "Hey, we had our best day yet." And that, you know, that's just one day, but it is the thing that that helps me do though is it not only helps them, it helps me. Mm-hmm. I can wallow around in my worry and fear and uncertainty, and while all of that is valid and I need to be, as we said earlier, cognizant of that, at the end of the day, one of the things that helps me push worry away is one positive action. Mm-hmm. And one positive action just helps me because first it puts my brain in a different perspective. I'm focused on helping someone else. And then when you get feedback that what you did helped a little bit or a lot, that encourages me to know, you know what, we're get, We are going to get through this. I firmly believe we're going to get through this. I just hope we get through this
1: better. Yeah. You know, one, one thing I would even just challenge those who are listening. First of all, make that part of your to-do list, right? First I mean, so if you're on this podcast, you're probably an achiever as it is. So it's going to feel really great to have something on your to-do list that you get to mark off quickly. Uh, and second of all, it gives, it prompts you, like you, you, you might need that reminder, especially amidst a crazy day. You might, you know, depending on the stress level, it's going to be really hard on some days to think about something positive you can do for somebody else. And it might do you a great, a, a lot of good to do that. Or, or uh, what I've been doing recently is just is me just saying, let me make a list of all the people who I know are struggling and reach out to them once a day, like one person per day. But it gets me. It But having that opportunity, um, you know. It might be a voice memo like it was me the other day for a friend. I just sent him a voice memo saying, I know your business is hurting. I'm praying for you. Right, let's pray right now on this voice memo. You can replay the prayer later when you have a chance, right? I think it's just more of me pushing myself beyond my own way of thinking. Um, so Jeff, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on that too. I love that idea. I would just add on to that and build on.
2: I've, I'm getting a lot of text, as you might imagine, of, hey, pray for my business. Pray for this. And I'm no longer saying I will. What I'm saying is. I'm going to pray for you after I hit send on this text message. Mm -hmm. So I hit send and I pray. So I want to make sure that this thing of I'm praying for you or I'm thinking Mm -hmm. of you or thoughts and prayers are with you. I don't even really know what that means unless you actually do that. (laughs) And so I am saying, I am praying for you in this right after I hit send, send and then I pray. And then I think, what can I do? What can I do? What can I help do? Or Mm. can I connect them and what can I do to help them? And so I, I think. Again, I think this is one of those things. I think there's a biblical principle here that that, and I know not all of us are are you know believing God on the podcast, which we're all well, the four of us do, but those listeners may not. But I, what I what I'm there's a biblical principle that that God brings beauty out of ashes, and I think that's what we're going to see here. As mm. difficult as it is, I do think that's what we're going to see. So
0: you know, just in, in closing, I think we're all passionate about. Leading people and leading ourselves well. And just in this encouragement, let's lead with care. Let's continue to lead with care, not only in the crisis, but after this crisis. And the way that we do that is we stay healthy. We have to take care of ourselves before we can care for others. You got to be thinking about those rhythms in your life. Use this time right now to think about those healthy rhythms that you can create in your life. We got to stay connected. We got to minimize the emotional distance of social distancing. Got to be intentional with the tools that we're using to stay connected with each other. That's so important. And then we got to stay focused. You got to be clear about what it is and what may need to change in your plan moving forward. And most importantly, we got to stay focused on others. And when we do that, we'll be better off because of it. And we'll be better leaders because of it. So let's lead with care. And I want to say thanks for taking some time to listen today. And uh, we're going to get through this and I can't wait to see you guys on the other side.
1: For sure. And Shane, thank you so much for taking the time to share this with us. So once again, we have more we're working on obviously with the Mentor Network. Uh, we'd love for you to be a part of that. I mean, we are we are trying to give you a safe place to go in this time. If you go to our website, uh, which is just wearementor.co, or you can go to executiveminds.co. Um, If you go to the show notes for this episode, we'll have a link to a free 30-day trial for the Mentor Network. So uh, it's already only the cost of two coffees, so buying a mentor coffee. But the key thing is we really want to actually give you a place to go because if you are leading your family, if you do have children, you don't always have a safe place to to process those thoughts, get ideas about how to do this. um, And we'd love to have this and support you in that way. You can also subscribe on apple Podcasts, follow us on spotify all those great places but more than anything we'd love to make sure that you do not have to lead alone and that's how we do this by giving you access to a community of people and those who can celebrate and cheer and and cheer you on during a really tough time we look forward to having you join us next time on the executive minds podcast